On today's episode, we are gonna take a look at two clouding stocks. The first company we're gonna take a look at is Fastly, and Fastly actually just reported earnings this past week. And the second company we're gonna take a look at is Datadog, and Datadog is reporting earnings on Monday after hours. So let's get started. All right, so the first company we're going to take a look at is Fastly. Fastly reported earnings this past week, and this company increased dramatically. It was up about 50%. It's up about 60% from where it was just at the beginning of the week. And if we take a look at the past year, it's or it passed its all-time highs of $33.81. It's right now at $34.80. So we can say this is definitely one of those few companies, especially right now, any compute, any company that has to do with the clouding server is is also um it's doing pretty big and this is actually one of those that's doing a lot better than the rest this company has a market cap of 3.35 billion dollars so this is actually a pretty small company to no, compare to the normal um companies we take a look at so next let's just explain what fastly does and what what do they do so pretty much uh it's the be- easiest way to ever find about a, uh, find out about a company is to pretty much just go on their website so fastly what they do is expectations for websites and applications are at an all-time high if they aren't fast if they are secure or highly personalized users users and customers usually go to to some other business that's where fastly comes in and their platforms enables you to deliver modern online experience optimized for speed security and scale all right so now we understand um what they can do so for example they do talk about some other customers they have they have Financial Times, they have Kayak, BuzzFeed, and like for example, Financial Times and BuzzFeed, they have to constantly be dropping content and they have to constantly drop content and for the users to be able to use that content at ease without having to without having to experience much lag. At the same time, with all the content, all the accounts, they need to make sure everything is secured and it needs to be personalized for each user. So these are some pretty big companies. Those were some pretty big companies that I just mentioned, Financial Times, Kayak, and BuzzFeed. So now let's take a look at this company's earnings results that they reported May 6th. So May 6th, this company reported non-GAAP earnings per share of negative six cents. So this company is actually losing money. But normally we're going to see if they're actually losing money and they're doing this good in stock price is because one thing, this is a heavy growth stock and we're definitely going to see that. The earnings actually beat by six cents gap earnings per share were negative 13 cents which actually beat by two cents revenue for this company is 63 million so 63 million like i mentioned is very small it's very small revenue compared to what we take a look at but you can see heavy growth this company year to year is up about 37 percent compared to the same time last year and revenue actually beat by 3.6 million which was a beat close to five percent next some highlights of their earnings so first they raised their physical year of 2020 outlook they now see a revenue of about 280 to 290 million dollars when originally it was expected somewhere 255 to 265 so that's a huge growth in revenue that they are expecting this year compared to what originally was expected a loss per share for this year is gonna go from it's about they're expecting somewhere between a loss of 8 to 15 cents per share when originally they were expecting somewhere between 32 and 43 cents of loss so you can see these are some pretty good updates and i do think this is probably the main reason this company is up because this fiscal year just the outlook is good and and one thing though a lot of people might be going hey jose this might be just a one-time thing though right because the clouding servers right now everybody's working from home 
I, I agree to some point that that might be true, but it's, it's not like this market of clouding was at a standstill or it was at a decline. This, this market of clouding, of clouding computers, clouding service has been on an uptrend for the past years and they continue to take more market share and more market share. The only thing that I feel this, this, the virus has done right now, and it's just what we're seeing in different companies, it has accelerated that effect. So it meant, so maybe in the future it might happen to slow down, but I do believe we're still going to see a, a increase in these types of companies. For example, e-commerce, if you guys took a look at my Amazon video, the first thing they mentioned is right now is the perfect time for Amazon to take over the 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 retail space. They even though they are such a big part of the of the online e-commerce space, they're still pretty small compared to the whole retail space market. People are actually still going to physical stores. So right now while they can't do that, Amazon is is using more money and is trying is going hard on on just trying to get as many customers as possible just because eventually that was going to happen they're just trying to to make that happen faster so now back to fastly the company saw an increase in traffic in late of march due to covid 19 social distancing or orders around the world and for quarter two this company expects revenue of 70 to 72 million and originally was expected somewhere of 60 million so that these revenue expectations have increased dramatically and i think that's actually pretty crazy imagine if this company just gets more customers the amount of revenue that's going to come is crazy and the thing with this are these are companies that once they have those customers they charge them a, a reoccurring fee right these are reoccurring revenues that keep being charged on a monthly basis on a yearly basis so it's just going to keep adding on and on and on so now let's take a look at some growth for this company. So we saw for this quarter, it saw what, 37% growth. In the past year, in 2019, compared to 2018, this company grew about 38%. So pretty similar to what we saw in the quarter. In 2018, compared to 2017, this company grew about 37% around. So this company seems to be growing in the high double, in the high double digits, right? At least high 30, 30 percentage wise. And I think that's actually showing pretty strong growth. Next, I want to take a look at this company's, oh, actually here, let's take a look at this company's gross margin. And normally for growth companies like this, what we're going to see is high gross margins and, and profit margins either on the negative or in the low side. And that's, like I said, what you typically see. And this is the reason. Most of these companies' expenses are being used on research and development to continue to develop their product on sales, general, and administrative because they're trying, they have so many employees right now trying to to grab so many customers at the moment that right now they're willing to pay more money on acquiring customers than their actual revenue from their customer but that's okay right because once they have so many more more customers that that prop that expense is going to kind of be flatlined but that revenue is just going to continue to increase and increase and increase and this is the similar thing like if you are bullish on netflix this is the same type of business model so one thing I do like is this company's gross margin. This company has a gross margin of about 55.9% for 2019. In 2018, it was 54.7, and in 2017, it was 53.6. So one thing I do like here is gross margin continues to increase and is having a nice step ladder, which is a good thing. Profit margins, like I mentioned, is on the negative right now. So this company is actually spending more money than it's bringing in. But if we take a look at where these expenses are coming from, 
here I have a few charts. Here we see a gross profit. So this company, we saw the gross margin continue to go up. So obviously if revenue is going up, gross margin is going up, that means gross profit is going up. But I wanted to see how that research and development and sales and general and administrative expense were happening. And you can see th these expenses are also climbing up at a very strong rate. And this is just what we expect to see in a growth company. And because of these two expenses, this actually makes this company lose money at the short term right now. But like I said, right now, they're just trying to acquire as many customers. And like I said, this is exactly what Netflix does. This is exactly what all the other companies with the reoccurring revenue are doing. All right, so now let's take a look at Fastly's balance sheet. And here, we're just gonna take a quick look at what this company has in cash and cash equivalents for this most recent quarter. So in the most recent quarter, this company has about $22 million in cash and about $94 million in marketable securities. Marketable securities are pretty much a quick investment that they can actually pull out pretty quickly, but it's, actually, it's making a bit more interest than cash, where cash makes actually no interest. So in theory, this company has about $116 million in quick cash. So now let's take a look at this company's total current debt and long-term debt. So this company's current debt for this quarter is about $5 million. And this company has a long-term debt of about $26 million. So in theory, this company only has about $31 million in, in debt. And this company has plenty of cash to pay off its debt. It actually has plenty of cash to pay off its total liabilities. So this company actually has a great balance sheet, if I may say. It's a really strong balance sheet. Um, we're going to take a look at Datadogs. And obviously, uh, obviously, I look at my information before this. Datadog has a better balance sheet than Fastly. But Fastly's balance sheet is actually pretty good. So now let's actually take a look at this company's um, forward estimation valuation. So for me, I, I, I value a company differently depending on the type of, of, of stock they are. This is going to be considered a growth stock. Like I mentioned, growth stocks do not have even a, a future forward PE ratio. In December 2021, this company is still expected to lose money. But if we take a look at revenue for this company, revenue is increasing. Even at the current price, and one thing I do take a look at is forward price revenue divided by the total market cap. And that gives you price to sales ratio. If you guys, one thing I talk about in all these videos when I'm talking about growth stock, I watch uh, a lot of, if you guys watch a lot of Shark Tank, there's one thing I'm not sure, that's very subtle that Mr. Wonderful talks about. He says he would never pay 10 times the amount of sales on the company. And so I'm like, okay, Mr. Wonderful says this, he's a great investor, maybe use that as some form of baseline. It doesn't mean I have to follow it, but use it as some form of baseline. This company's in December 2021 is expected to make $366 million. With the company's current price, this is a forward price to sales ratio of 9.14. And to me, that's actually, I, even with the 50% increase in stock price, that's actually not bad. Obviously, at 24, I wish I would have seen this company beforehand. It definitely would have been a company I would have entered earlier. But even now, I don't think it's overvalued. It's definitely not overvalued. I feel like it might be fairly valued at the moment based on the revenue two years from now. But if you're taking a look at revenue maybe three, four, five years from now, this company is probably a lot, is, is definitely a lot cheaper. Again, this is not advice. I am not a professional whatsoever. These are just my thoughts. The second company we're going to take a look at is Datadog. And Datadog is also into the clouding segment. This company do does have a higher market cap. It has a 15.46 billion market cap opposed to Fastly, which has a 3.6 market 3.6 billion market cap. So this company is about five times bigger than Fastly. 
So now let's take a look at what Fastly does. So first, um, this one is a little bit, uh, it's kind of similar in, in the ways of what they do, right? Pretty much what these companies are trying to do. You want to make sure that your application or whatever you have is very fast and you experience low lag. So here, some of their customers are Airbnb. They actually have videos of how they uh, of what they talk about and how it helps this company. They also have a uh, um, Peloton, which is the the bicycle company. And I actually watched the video of Peloton, and it was actually pretty interesting. So what this company does in in the form of Peloton, right? So Peloton, what you know, you guys can do is you ride a bicycle, and you can take live classes, and you can also do live events where you have a, a life a live score, keeping track of like how many spins you're doing, how fast you're going, and it's actually keeping a live a, a live score. So what Peloton uses Datadog for is to actually be able to collect that data at very low latency, right? Because if you're trying to collect live data of scores and keep the score score feedback right uh, at real time, that's actually something that is pretty difficult when you have thousands and thousands and thousands of users being done. So Datadog helps make sure that that's going pretty frequently and pretty fast with low lag and no latencies, which again, I think is actually a pretty crazy product. And this company, like I said, has plenty of customers. They have DreamWorks, Samsung, WWE, Alamo, AARP, Ubisoft. So you can see this company has a little bit more companies as customers compared to FSLY. And that's why we see that company. um, That's why we see FSLY still have such a smaller market cap. But imagine when Fastly has the amount of customers that Datadog has. How, how, how would how big would that company be? So I'm actually really liking these companies right now. And FSLY, even with a big jump, I'm still I'm still looking I'm still looking at it, and it, it looks pretty nice. So now let's take a look. This company doesn't report earnings until tomorrow at not tomorrow Monday after hours. So let's take a look at this company's revenue growth. This company's revenue growth in 2019 compared to 2018 is 83 is 83% growth. That is ridiculous. In 2018, this company saw about 96% growth compared to 2017. So almost triple digit growth. This was 95 and, and 85. And actually, we actually forgot to take a look at this company's stock price performance. So right now, let's just take a look at the past um, year to date. This company compared to its peak is up about 10%. So it's not that big compared to, let's take a look at year to date for this company, where Fastly is up about 57%. Um, Datadog is up about, what did we mention, 10%? Where's that damn slide? So about 10%. So this company, like I said, it hasn't reported earnings. And I'm pretty sure this company, like I said, we see it's it was up 4% in the previous day. And I'm pretty sure it is because of the big bullishness from Fastly's earnings that drove these com- this company up. So in just the past five days, this company actually returned about 15% to its, to its shareholders. So now let's take a look at this company's gross profit. So pretty much just like Fastly, we saw this is a high revenue stock. So what ends up happening is we can see here, this company is currently losing money in earnings per share. But if we take a look at gross profit, actually we can see here, let me scroll up. Nope, scroll down. This company's gross margins are way better than Fastly's. So Datadog's gross margins were 75 when Fastly's gross margins were 55. So now let's see how it was the previous year. The previous year was 76.5 and the year before that was 76.8. So unfortunately here we are seeing a bit of a a very tiny drop 
in 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 gross margins but again this is a very high gross margins now if we take a look at profit margins this company's profit margins is right now negative 4.6 for the most recent year the previous year was negative 5.4 and the year before that was negative 2.6 so the profit margins is in the low negative single digits but again, if we come and I'm, there's a reason we're going to see once we take a look at valuation, why I'm kind of comparing it to fastly so we can kind of see um, how pricing is working. So now if we take a look at profit margin of fastly, the profit margin here is negative 25%. So it does seem like like Datadog is a lot closer to profitability compared to fastly by and and obviously that's going to end up making this a little bit more expensive than fastly all right and here let's take a look at this company's expenses and very similar to fastly right and for any growing company we see right that gross profit is continuing to go up because we're seeing revenue growth and we're seeing gross margin growth but look at these research and development also increasing very dramatically as well as that sales general and administrative expenses both increasing pretty high which causes this company to have a negative operating income next let's take a look at this company's balance sheet so this company's balance sheet is going to be a lot better than Fastly's as well. And again, we're seeing this company has better gross margins, better profit margins, and it's going to have a better balance sheet than, than Fastly. So obviously we are going to expect to pay a higher price for D Datadog compared to Fastly. So we can see this company in the most, in, in its latest quarter, ended with about $600 million in cash and about $176 million in, in current investments. So in theory, this company has close to $775 million in some form of quick, of quick liquidable cash. Now let's take a look at this company's liability. So in this company's liability, in current debt and non-current debt, this company has about 60, 60 million. So it, this company can pretty much easily pay off its total current liabilities and its total non-current liabilities so this company has an amazing balance sheet if you guys see this big chart right here this is the deferred revenue deferred revenue is 1.4 million it's 140 million dollars and it is a liability but this like i said this is a recurring revenue so right now this is just a part of the revenue that they a part of the of that recurring revenue which they have yet to provide service to but once they provide that service to that deferred revenue gets out of that liability so for me especially for companies like this deferred revenue i consider pretty much a fake liability in my standards so now let's take a look at datadog's valuation again this company is not expected to make money anytime soon um in the next two years is still on the negative earnings per share for december 2021 this company's revenue is expected to be 707 million dollars this gives a company the forward price to sales ratio of about 21. so what does that say to me in theory this tells me that this company is priced double uh if, if we're comparing them this company is priced two times um more than fastly so you're paying about a hundred percent premium in theory for this company compared to fastly so if fastly was a tv you would be paying a hundred dollars for fastly and if datadog was a tv you would be paying datadog two hundred dollars for that tv but obviously it does seem like datadog is a better company at the moment one they have they have some great customers really big a big customer line Two, they have very strong gross margins compared to Fastly. They have a stronger profit margin. Um, they are closer to profitability compared to, to Fastly. And they also have a very strong balance sheet. 
And just the revenue growth, this company's revenue growth is growing a bit faster numerically wise in the past years compared to Fastly. But this is not saying that Fastly is not a bad company. It's just, I was just saying, what are the reasons that you're paying two times the more money for this company than Fastly? And honestly, if I thought Fastly was okay, okay, okay valued for, for what we saw, then I honestly wouldn't mind paying two times the price for a, 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 an improved Fastly, right? This company is a lot more better than Fastly. So I'm honestly thinking coming Monday, uh, I actually, do I have cash? I do not know if I have cash in my account, but if I do, these are two companies I wouldn't mind entering, even if it's a small entry position. So actually, I, I, I'm going to make sure I have some cash in hands so I can enter these positions, at least a very small position. But these are two companies that I, I feel like I would be gladly to have in my portfolio. That's it, guys, for today's video. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This was actually pretty fun. And doing these videos like this, some of these companies I've never heard about. So thank you for recommending it. If you guys have any other companies recommend, make sure to post in the comments. Make sure to hit the subscribe button, the thumbs up, the bell. It helps the small channel out so much. Have a good night and see you next time.